all right, we're all here. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> we're about yeah. to have a glitch. <laughs> yeah, right. I think, I wonder if that... Okay. I'm going to do that again and invite Nathan first. That, no, no, I'm not going to fuck with it, actually. No, we're I'm here not. now. We're here now. We're <laughs> Don't jinx this. it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Okay. Hello, everyone that's listening to our podcast who is most likely very, very lonely and stuck inside their houses. Woo! Yeah. We are a fully assembled quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to create a podcast because we're all bored and stuck inside our houses like you and we've known each other for many years and all like <laughs> respectively we're very funny <laughs> we think we're funny nobody <laughs> else thinks we're funny but we think we're funny <laughs> so my name is Emma who my is Rachel <laughs> my name is Nathan eating cheese coronavirus um, and this episode, we're going to focus on the obvious one, which is living in quarantine. Just... Hence the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are on track so far. Yeah. <laughs> on topic, on topic. So, <laughs> weird question, but how does everybody feel about living in quarantine? Just in a general, what is life the now? It feels strange. It feels like the world is literally on pause. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Mm. It feels like there's too much time because nothing to fill the time with. It feels like living in a parallel sort of universe. It's something out of a film. Everybody's off the streets. Everything's deserted. But then when you go to certain places, everybody's fighting each other in the supermarket. Strange. Yeah. yeah. People have went savage. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, there's no pasta in my, my Tesco's near me. <laughs> no. no. We pasta. have now resorted to buying the weird pasta that you never buy. What, and fucking... from a pasta? Yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. penis pasta. <laughs> it's weird, though, because the thing that caught me was when I was taking Toby for a walk, who is my dog, not my friend. Um, It was, like, the thing that caught me about it was I saw two other people, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, there's people there. And you yeah. don't realise how... Mm. <laughs> anti-human you've become until you see people and there's just this like automatic reaction of revulsion just oh god no no there's i think it's worse when you know people like i saw someone i knew in the asda car park and i wanted to run to her but i couldn't and i was like oh yeah. hello i thought i'd say yeah. hello <laughs> you know that's what you can do you know two meters apart it blew yeah, the one, the air. one time yeah. one time that I braved it and went to Tesco's last week. Um my sister was there at the same time and it was so strange like not to hug her or you know oh, like obviously I spoke to her. <laughs> I didn't but, know you two hugged. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know you hugged. <laughs> but it just it feels so strange to have to have to really concentrate on staying away from people. Mm. Yeah, it's the thing as well of like the fucking police state, huh? It's second nature half the time as well. Like I was dropping shopping into my nan, and I kept going to like, you know, go nearer, and I kept having to step back and be like, "Oh no, I need to stay back." It was it was strange. Mm -hmm. Well, since we've been babies, it's been drummed into us with you know, if we touch and sensory skills and all that, always touch each other, always embrace, always touch things. So it is hard. Yeah, I know you in particular, Nathan, are very used to touching other people. (laughs) Very experienced. The other thing I find... (laughs) What? I'm very lonely. Very lonely. I'm lonely. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, sorry. The thing that I find really strange is, like, the police state that is Tesco now. Yeah. Like, the queues to get in, and then the fucking bouncers on the door, and... (laughs) one-way system <laughs> well when i went there wasn't a one-way system so next time i go it's going to be really strange because thing is right i've not always been to that this isn't my usual tesco so like, i don't mm. know where anything is so i'm like what happens if you go past something you want to get are you allowed to go back and get it or is that just it can you just, you not just get need to it? put a hard shoulder and they'd be like sorry <laughs> pull over Sorry, please, I cannot come back for you. Do a U-turn, it's fine. Just indicate. Some evasive manoeuvres in the cheese aisle. <laughs> Don't get me started about oh, 
I don't know if that should we save that for the rant section about what we want to rant about. But supermarkets is on my to do list of ranting. Oh, is it? I mean, you can <laughs> we can rant about it now if you'd like. Okay, <laughs> not holding back. Um, you really had to twist your arm. <laughs> oh, people are just getting on my titty caracas. There's a one way system. No, listen. There's a one way system. There's tapes on the floor marking it out. You know, buy by the one way system. I'm doing it. Fucking Helen, Margaret, and Jennifer are fucking all together blocking the full bloody aisle. These narrow aisles. I'm trying to get past. I'm looking at them. I'm waiting. <laughs> Good twenty seconds. They're not noticed me. Do I say something? No, I'm going to be diplomatic. I'm just going to wait there because I can't just barge through two meters. But no, they have to touch everything. And then you've got the little rugrat that's not tied up and touching all the cards in the fucking card section which you would want to buy. You might want to buy someone a birthday card for your wee granddad. Boom. Too late. Fucking toddlers. Fucking, oh. Oh. And there's Tano he's even oh. saying, and there's Tano he's going, you know, buy, buy the two meters, follow the one ways, don't touch things unless you need to. Oh. I've, I've no wonder. You see all these things that happen in the world as all humans created this and you can see why. I love just watching back and people watching. It's a perfect time for this. Anyway, ran over for now. Yeah, I think what the fucking the coronavirus has shown us is that people are fucking stupid and selfish. And, and selfish. selfish. Yeah, yeah. And well, we've always been absolutely selfish, no. But... Yeah, but they're selfish, and then there's like I've never grabbing seen stuff out of other people's hands. Like the, mm. in the extremes, I've seen it. Like people making up. <laughs> ridiculous excuses as to why they're allowed to go out for this one particular non-essential reason yeah they keep mm-hmm. arguing yeah. the definition of well no one's told me what non-essential like essential is you know and i'm like well it's just common sense well do you back that? Yeah. no it's not essential well i don't know if you've seen it in the headlines i don't know if you've seen manchester police have had to shut down so many parties that were going over <laughs> the weekend and everything <laughs> As Manchester Birmingham, they had to close down so many parties, which is just ridiculous. It was a waste of yeah. resources. One of them had a bouncy castle. <laughs> right, I'm not being funny. I really want... I, not a party. I, we don't really do parties, do we? But, like, I want I to... Do I do parties. Want, well, we kind of do. We do have Anybody listening to this is invited to the next one. <laughs> yeah, anybody wants to join our corn party, let's go. <laughs> um... Literally, like I want to have a drink. I'd love to go out. I'd love to come and have a movie night, or you know, but we had a always come to mine. Thing at this point, I'd love to see my friends. I'd love to go round to even just see my nan. I'd love to do that, Mm. but no, I'm not a selfish person risking people's lives. (laughs) Think what you mean, Rachel? Is I'm not a selfish cunt risking (laughs) people's lives. Yeah. Like, I actually care about strangers who I don't know. Funny that, eh? Mm-hmm. My view on it is, like, survival of the fist. If you want to go out and act like an arsehole, I hope you get it. <laughs> but figures right. Well, you get it. it. It'll be the law. It'll just be the luck. It won't be them. They might get it, but they won't die from it. It'll be the person they end up passing on to that will die from it. It's never. Yeah. It's like the people who drink drive. Like, it's never usually them that gets, like, really badly hurt. It's always the you know what I mean? Yeah. It infuriates me that people yeah. be so selfish like that. I think... Yeah, I mean, this... go for it, Nathan. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> if we don't do this, it's all in vain for all those amazing people that are on the front line at the moment. It'll be all in vain being selfish. That yeah. makes no yeah. sense, does it? No, it does. I think no, yeah, no, it makes ha- sense. It have sense. a grasp that the longer they take the piss and don't do it, it the longer this is going to go on for. Mm. Like, if everyone mm. just stayed home, it would be over a lot quicker. Well, not quicker, mm-hmm. but, you know, it'd be over quicker than what it's potentially going to be if people don't start listening, taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing I think is you either need to, not that I know much about it, but the thing that I think is that you either need to do it one of two ways. I mean, there's only so much we can shut society down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only so much we could do it. So if everybody just stayed home every non-essential person stayed home and when they say essential they have like a loose definition of essential now no i mean fucking bare bones they need to essential. buckle that down they do need to start you mean like doing Italy like cut and dry yeah yes 
Mm-hmm. We either need to do that or we either need to get everybody out in the streets and just let everybody catch it, who's going to catch it, and just fucking deal with it. Like, that's how fucking, I'm sure that's how Holland have been dealing with it, Try to develop herd immunity. Might be wrong, but I'm sure that's how they I have been. Even think, I mean, I think everyone listening to this has gathered that we're not medical professionals. We're not government officials. We know no, no. barely any facts, to be quite honest. But, um, <laughs> but The lack of facts like, is shocking. I'm sure I read somewhere that they haven't figured out if that would actually work or not. I heard that yeah. like, they don't actually know that once you've got it, you're immune to it. I thought they'd find someone that had had it, but then got it Caught again. it twice. Yeah, I've heard yeah. about that. And Wuhan people who where it originated from who have been cured have managed to catch it again. Mm. So <clears> I just think it's too big of a risk to take and do that, do it that way. That's just playing with people's lives. And I mean, they're already playing with people's lives enough as it is, not giving the NHS staff enough protection. Yeah. Like, <clears> no, thing, yeah, no, definitely not. The thing is, the human race has always been adaptable. You know, no matter what situation we've been in, like World War Two, World, all the World Wars, and every situation we adapt. You know, so people will adapt to this if they give it a chance, even though it's not ideal. Mm. You can adapt to it. <clears throat> I think what people just have is they have this really skewed vision of like how they live and what fucking society is now, and that sounds so fucking out there, but like. If you think about it, like the fucking thread on Facebook that you commented on, Rachel, you yeah. had people telling you like, oh, to give context, it was about people being turned away from the range for buying plant pots and paint, which is not in any any Anywhere. sense of the word essential. I had people calling me heartless. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you stopped me painting your heartless wrench. Yeah. yeah, you bitch. Apparently that meant I don't care about people with mental health issues. Yeah. And the thing about it is, like, there was one woman in particular who who shall remain nameless because I forgot her name. But if I could remember her name, I'd be saying it. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to be mean, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who was like, oh, well, I I need to do my my gardening and because you know mental health and it's like, hey, whoa, a minute, fucking wait a minute, right? I have mental health issues. Most people, to a certain extent, have mental health issues, right? And I'm not just talking about light depression. No, 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 no. I've like most people have serious mental health issues. And let's fucking harken back to the blitz. <laughs> it's not as if they were like, "Oh, guys, can we turn the light on?" Because Janet needs to finish her fucking macrame. Yeah. Like, get a grip. Well, thing is, right. Another thing. Another thing that kind of came to my mind. I can't. I don't know if I've read it somewhere. I don't know if someone said this to me ages ago. But um, someone said to me that, or I read it, or wherever I've heard it, they said that. Like people who actually have mental health issues and suffer from it, they rarely actually broadcast it. Yep. So all these people that mm. came on, I had like fifty three odd replies mm. to this one comment I put on saying about how mad I was that people were, mm-hmm. you know, going out for non essential things. They like most of them were claiming like, oh, you know, but it helps people with mental health, and and yes, of course it does. Like I'm, I'm not actually thick. Like of course I completely <laughs> understand that, but. What's the bet that none of them actually have mental health issues? They're just using that as an excuse. Yeah, and let's also let's also like remind ourselves that they are sitting at the other end of a computer, a tablet, or a laptop, which has access to the world wide web, which has more information, more games, more videos <laughs> mm-hmm. than you could mm-hmm. physically ever have the time to watch, read, or play. Mm-hmm. And you are moaning about plant pots. Oh, my line my ten pence. Oh, sorry. Of course, of course. No, no, no. ten pence. At least she's got a fucking garden. I think of the people who are in high rise flats, who are in complexes, don't have a garden or a veranda to go out for fresh air, to be in their own space. So, to, she's pissed me off already whoever this is because she can yeah. go out mow the lawn she can take care of the garden that way she doesn't need to buy new things just be happy um i was going to have another point but forgotten on you go sorry <laughs> no i think you've got a really good fucking point there nathan that's just like the ultimate middle class condition yeah like i need my pots for my gardening meanwhile there's like some fucking single mum in london with two kids and a high-rise with one bedroom like the the kitchen and the yeah. fucking living room are the same room our kids are below five like get a grip. oh that reminds me yeah we, we're very fortunate i mean not fortunate but we're fortunate to be in this day and age to have all this technology if we went back 30 40 years you know Imagine being in that situation where you would be more secluded and cut off, wouldn't have FaceTime, wouldn't have the internet to be in touch with people, you know, we would have to depend on the landline. So we are 
not fortunate, but we're at least got these tools at our feet and we can utilize this more rather than morning that I can't update my garden. But while we're on that topic, I will, um, you know, have a shout out, a shout out to all those people who are young families up to age five and six. It must be so hard because children won't understand, understand social distancing, mm-hmm. touching each other, touching things. They, just, they won't understand the concept. So uh, my heart goes out to them right now. Yeah. Same, same. And also just like kids won't understand, you know, why they've suddenly had to stop going to school and mm-hmm. not being able to see their grandparents, like family friends, mm-hmm. like seeing their own friends. Like they potentially won't see kids their own age for like weeks. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. support there has just been taken away. Like you said, seeing their grandparents, you know, for families, like I never had that. But as families, that's what you usually do. You have your grandparents, your aunties, uncles looking after you while your mum will go to work or you go to school. You know, you're missing out on that support as the parent as well. So it is hard for everybody, no matter what you look at it. So I'm talking too much. No, you're not at all. Um, I think there's also like the kind of sad truth that we kind of have to acknowledge here is that some kids will go into quarantine and when they come out, their grandparents won't be there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like how important is it to go and get hobby stuff to fill your time with when people are actually dying? Like NHS staff are having to live away from their families during this and won't be able to mm-hmm. go home until this is over. Or say think- goodbye. Yeah, or say goodbye. You, you know, people can't go visit their families when they're in hospital with this. And it's it's just... I, ugh, the, I think the, the bit that's bugging me is that people are treating this like a holiday. And I saw a Facebook post yesterday, I can't remember who, was, who it was, but they, they, they finished it off with, this isn't a holiday, this is a tragedy. And I thought that's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. the point. Like, people are trying to understandably fill the, fill the time of the day. Like, we've all got to keep sane in our own ways, of course. This is why we're doing this podcast. But, you know, <laughs> we're people, we're, we've, we've never talked so much in all our lives. We've never kept in touch this frequently in a long time. Like, we're, we're all mm. doing what we can to get through it, of course. We all have to, you know, find something to do, find something to enjoy, take our mind off it. But at the end of the day, this isn't, like, a holiday. Like, it's not, mm. we should be trying to, you know, focus on that side of it and actually focus on taking it seriously. Yeah. It's not like um, yeah. dry January or something like that. It's not like a, a trend thing to, you know, yeah. kick. It is, unfortunately, we're in mm. lockdown. And fair enough, like you said, you need to buy the time, but you don't have to go around shouting, oh, my God, I've learned a language or that. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's... Yeah. The problem with people in Britain is, like, we live in a society which is very, very soft towards us. Like, fucking, even the lockdowns are soft yeah. lockdown. You could really go out there for five jogs a day mm-hmm. and the likelihood is you won't get stopped. Like, in other countries, it isn't that. Like, that is not the case. Yeah. So you tend to have just this really entitled bunch mm-hmm. of people who are mostly entitled outside of the lockdown anyway, yeah. just, like, flapping their gums mm-hmm. about how bad their life is. And it's like, Shut up! You've just been asked to stay inside your house. Like, like you have a house. Just do something that somebody asks for once. At least you have a house. There's people in you know third world countries and in even refugee camps or in, in shanty towns who don't have the best you know living conditions: electricity, Wi-Fi, running water, heating. So we shouldn't be. This is first first world problems right there. <clears throat> Yeah, there's so many videos of people in India where the police literally beat you. Mm-hmm. Like they beat you. Apparently, <laughs> they beat you with sticks. The Philippines, they've they've shot someone that was trying to resist arrest. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I've not seen that. Look at America. Exactly. Yeah. I've only seen like Italy and Spain where you have to have a permit, like a written letter to be out and about, and you can't go too far. Even mm. harassing old little ladies going to the shops, you know, while you're out. Yeah, my mum's friend lives in Cyprus. They have to get like a, I don't know if it's written permission or you, I think you get like some sort of code that you have to, mm-hmm. like you, you contact wherever or do whatever and get this code. So when you go out, if someone stops you, they can check and make sure you've got permission to go out. Duh. That would mm. be like, like when you oh, go up about things with like people living in high rise flats and without gardens and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like taking the piss and going out for unnecessary things. It's going to actually affect what little time outside people have at this if it, if it gets too far they're going to actually stop us going outside at all if that's what it comes to that's what it comes I, to yeah it to be stricter yeah i think they should be as well what were you going to say nathan no so i was going to say like 
every, no matter what situation is happening in the world, we've got to learn from it. And there are positives too. That's not the ideal way to achieve positives, but like, for example, pollution's cut down and this is cut down. And the only thing we can take from this is hopefully we can value the time we have with loved ones who are not around forever and more communication between people, like what we're trying to do right now. You said there, Rachel, this is probably the most we've talked with each other continuously whether before we had a quarantine, so I hope that we can learn and move forward with this. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of good things that we can take from the lockdown, like giving a shit about people mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. more. Um, And that's not meant to be as a, a nasty comment, but like you do get wrapped up in your own life and then you just get busy and you forget about people. So like it's, it's definitely a good thing to keep in contact with the people that you definitely, care about because yeah. it's only now that I've in particular realised of how little I kept in contact with people that I actually cared about. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, I barely talked yeah. to people. Well, it was no, in the news. Barely. Yeah, it was in the news. You know, they were giving out iPads to um, COVID-19 um, patients to FaceTime home. But they were saying, nurses were saying on the news, like, listen, if you're at home and you've got someone in the hospital, you probably should say goodbye now rather than later because you just don't know. Okay. So it just shows you how you know fragile society is and time is. Yeah. Mm. And I hope mm. that whoever's listening to this podcast in the future who's not been in the situation can understand that and will also learn from this. But the main people who need to learn is the governments who control society and you know all the infrastructure, because this is all man-made, this disease. It could be invented. I know it's going off, off topic, but there's so much things that can be done from all industries all governments and i'm going on a a complete tatter here but what i'm trying to say is we all need to chip in you know yeah and make a change i can just imagine if if, you know hopefully like you know we'll put this out and then a million people will suddenly realize we are the best podcast (laughs) hosts (laughs) ever to have existed we should have one i can just imagine all the like really angry comments underneath the podcast like that <laughs> good i welcome them i welcome them we can talk about them at another podcast it'll give us more more um content <laughs> give us more content be someone yeah. warning that they have a garden but they need to yeah. so the ones are, are faded yeah i need my blood bots <laughs> i need to pay, freshly paint my deck my deck <laughs> my, I thought you said my deck, and I was like, um, whatever floats their boat. I like to have my penis waxed once a month. That was another comment I saw. It was on that big huge thread that people were attacking, attacking my personality, or because they clearly know me so well anyway that they can do that. But so some guy said, "Well, the, the the government can't expect us to just suddenly start staying at home because they never gave us any warning of a full lockdown." I'm like, you can't have warning of a pandemic mm. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it's like, like um, you can have like that much advanced warning about <laughs> like well, really? to be honest we had, about we, had, it we had warning we had advanced notice mm. not uh, to an extent like we knew it was going to happen yeah, we did. yeah there were other countries going through yeah. it and we should have reacted faster but that's a completely different topic can me yeah. put my 10 pence in well it's this is the thing, like, I remember hearing stories on the news about coronavirus way before the lockdown. Yeah. So really, if you had two brain cells to rub together, <clears throat> me included, I didn't do this either. You'd have been like, hmm, this looks a bit dodgy. Maybe I'm going to do a bit of preparing and put a bit mm-hmm. of food away and blah, 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 blah. I am a pal of somebody who's a prepper. And when she was talking to me about prepping and stuff, I was like, you know what? That's a bit extreme. But fair enough, it might come in useful. And then this fucking rolled around and I was like, ah. Well, my yeah. family's already getting yep. ready for books, <laughs> so that's came in handy. <laughs> but she, like, she has her own vegetable garden and everything like that. And I think one of the massive things we should maybe take away from this is maybe stop relying on the government so mm. much and try and be a wee bit more self-sufficient because it can't no, hurt. Well, that will be the I hope that is the future. We've got to be self-efficient, you know, local community gardening. And I know it sounds very hippie, but we we have to be self-efficient. It's not enough. Um, I'm all in for something hippie. I'm all in. No, I love a little community garden. The, That'd be cool. If you look at the facts, the population yeah. is going to double. There's not going to be enough to sustain the future infrastructure. So we need to think of something in the future. Well, I don't know. I have a, a weird conspiracy theory that once we get past a certain level of population, another virus is going to come around and just wipe out a ton mm, of people. Yeah, in some know. ways, it's like if you've seen the film The Purge, I don't know why it's in my head, but instead of the people killing each other, the disease is the purge. If that makes any sense. It's, just, it's out doing its own thing. 
it's Mother Earth fighting back <laughs> or something really happy like that. <laughs> uh, you'll have someone commenting on so, this. I don't believe in you. Go home, hippie. <laughs> That's fine. Witchcraft. Could not so, care less. Witchcraft. Witch. So, before we move on to our uh, designated rant or topic section, is there anything anybody would like to finish up in the last five minutes about just what we've discussed or a finishing note for the conversation or whatever? Going on the vein of um, like learning from this or even just, you know, we were just talking about, you know, Mother Earth getting their own back and all that sort of thing. Um, I like I'm sick and tired of people um saying that this is a good equalizer. Like it's 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 leveling everyone off. Like it doesn't matter who we are, we're all affected by it, which is true. But it is inevitably going to be the poorer in society that are affected worse than this. Like people who are like the rich, famous celebrities in their big, huge mansions. Yes, they have to stay indoors like us, but they're in huge mansions with loads of things to occupy themselves with. And it's it's the frontline workers that are going to be more affected by it. So it's not that much either. Oh, yeah. If you think about the the very top levels of society, the people that are so rich that we don't even know their names, like the anonymous billionaires, like they're not going to have to fucking worry about getting a ventilator. They can buy one. They can make one. They can make one. Yeah, they could probably buy the fucking rights to the company that manufactures them. They don't have to worry about any of this. Really, the the people that are going to suffer are the elderly, the infirm, and people who don't have the money. To, I mean, imagine living on a budget, right? Which so many people in the country do, where you can't afford to yeah. panic by during a pandemic. Like that's terrifying, and that's probably an experience that a lot of people are going yeah, through tonight. So I just wish people had a little bit more community spirit, even though we can't go yeah. near each other. So community spirit <laughs> from afar. <laughs> What about you, Nathan? It's oh, don't like right now. It's just breaking my heart with the fact that we're in the situation, having to talk about how selfish people are being and how not they've not realised. So, it, the cut it short. It's just think, stop, think, and care about others. Spread the love. That's what I have to say. Really, I know it's um, spread the very love. Happy, but it's true, you know. I totally say we should go back to the hippie shit of the 60s. I don't understand why that ended, apart from everybody got boring. You're all squares. You're all squares. You're all squares. Even you, Karen, with the garden. <laughs> even you. I don't even know her name is Karen. But so, she probably was a fucking Karen, let's be honest about it. Anyway. So, we're going to move on to our next section, which is where we get... 10 minutes each, roughly, to talk about something that we want to talk about or incite discussion or just have a good rant. So uh, who's got a topic that they want to talk about? Nathan, you said you had a rant that you wanted to go on. Oh, no, but I already ranted it at the start. Uh, oh, have you used these rants? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast oh, is ruined. I'll think of so. Okay, I'll do my topic first. This is just a general right. question. Um, what have you been doing? What have you found that's most useful to do to keep yourself occupied during quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> Child friendly, please. Okay, Family friendly. Um, well, like like we said earlier, I've been phoning people a lot more. Um, mm. Me and my mum have watched a lot of TV. So much TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> a vast amount of television. Um, I've been writing. Um, yeah. Podcasting. 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 That we, need to, we wanted to do this for ages. I'm sure we said this ages ago that we wanted to do a podcast. Oh, we should have on radio station. Yeah. I think we're all funny. <laughs> Eventually, one, one day. day. One day we will have a radio yeah. station. You can see us in a car. Or so... <laughs> so aside from that since there's the glaring thing of nobody's really been doing very much during the quarantine I fucking haven't apart from taking the dog for a walk um, and uh, stuff I can't mention on the podcast but 
what once this ends because it will end i think we need to like keep that in perspective it will end it will come to an end what do you want to do once it ends like what is your thing of i'm going to celebrate the, the quarantine ending i have unlimited money theoretically what are you what would you want to do to celebrate what, it ending oh, um well oh i was going to put my 10 pence in you know during my quarantine i've been you know been doing that oh, oh yeah sorry <laughs> Uh, I, I was waiting on that happening at some point. Someone was going to get uh, forgotten about. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm sure it'll happen. Nathan, go on. Tell us what you're doing. No, go on. Um, I've been. Well, I've been. I think this is a really interesting topic, and I've kind of I'm related to it. Dating during quarantine. I'm talking to someone new, mm. and I've been, been so many blogs and the news and all that about how internet dating. Well, it was already internet dating, but quarantine dating. So webcam dating. I've seen couples who have been interested in each other, chatting more and more frequently than what they usually do to get interest in the person. But they'll do a webcam date. So I've seen couples who will say buy takeaway for each other and eat live on each other, um, each other's FaceTime and things like that. Um, so what I think people who are doing that, again, I, t- I take my hat off to them, but also it's going to teach people to actually take interest in people rather than swiping left and right and Getting, mm-hmm. and um, not getting bored so quick and moving on to the next thing so I hope that does happen yeah anyway on to the, the next question what was the next question I've forgotten it already <laughs> what would you do for, like after when... this is over Nathan yeah what would be your ideal thing like money isn't a concern just your ideal thing it's going to sound so cliche, but this living life, what I mean by living life, not not saying like when at partying in Vegas every day, but like mostly grabbing it because I have so many, like many people um, around the world have um, insecurities and I stop myself from living life. That's either in a professional capacity at work or even in a personal life. So it's really about, this. Br- I want to break that bond, that, that um, not that bond, sorry, that barrier and just go for it, I suppose. It sounds cliche, I suppose, and vague, but just let go of myself, stop myself from stopping myself that makes sense that's yeah. about it in the yeah. what about you girls right I know what I'm well actually sorry oh, well, well peace just well peace there, sorry yeah. when you go Rachel <laughs> I like the world peace option um, I know what I'm actually gonna I know what I want to do the actual first thing if money was no option I'd take us all on holiday somewhere <laughs> oh not on a cruise um i take us away on holiday so that's what i do for the first but the first genuinely the first thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go hug my nan oh <laughs> uh, and then i'll get on the first bus or train up to scotland <laughs> Yeah, okay, come on. There's no better place to be, let's be honest. But that's just that's a whole other co- comments and no. hatred coming my way. <laughs> I'll fight you in a different topic. Anyway. That is what I want to do first. Yeah, that's a good. That sounds yeah. like a good plan. And yourself, Emma? I think if money was no option, I'd do two different things. One I would do by myself, and the other one with friends the one thing they're both kind of the same but like you i feel it'd be important to experience it with by yourself and then with other people i'd take my car and my dog and drive up to the highlands and just be in the highlands and just be like oh my god oh my god i miss them so much i I love Mm -hmm. being in them and i find a great amount of peace in them and then after that i would drive all my friends up and a massive tent up and in the Highlands and everybody would carry a rock pa- a backpack on their on their back and it would be filled with fucking booze and other things and um, <laughs> we'd set the tent up in the middle of nowhere and just get very, very drunk and just sit and watch the stars and be like, have a fire and yeah, have a radio <laughs> and maybe not a radio, but something that could play music and just chill in the absolute middle of nowhere with and make nobody a about. big pot of friendship <laughs> a big pot of friendship Aww. I'm there for that, that sounds glorious I'll be there in a heartbeat, I'll see you there whenever <laughs> this is over, I promise see you there when this is you over know, the, 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 
Well, that was actually thinking about that. Something that popped in my head the other day is going completely off topic. But remember that? <laughs> remember that <laughs> there was four of us, Emma, and we went camping in the Highlands. And remember yes. we kept saying, imagine if Nathan had come with us, how much of a disaster that would have been. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, listen to this podcast. They doubt me, these bitches here. Okay. I swore on live podcast. I don't care. <laughs> more helpful than other people who are at that event and i don't care if i'm <laughs> dropping in i i don't care i am going for it <laughs> and you know what i'm talking about i think we should mm-hmm. go into the middle of nowhere and go and camp and pick flowers and yeah other things yeah why not i can do that but you guys don't believe me <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. anyway I can do it too. I can do it too. Mm. That would be fun. So, what is your topic that you want to talk about, Rachel? Um, I can't remember if we've talked about it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only thing, this this won't fill 10 minutes, but it was something I heard that made me very angry that I find out about. Um. This is going yes. to be this is an oh. abrupt change of tone. This is quite quite bad, like oh. quite a serious thing. But I saw it, I read it somewhere, and then I, I I didn't actually quite believe it. I was like, "There's no way that's actually a thing." But basically, I can't remember if it's just in the UK or if it's in the US or if it was like global or to one country. I can't remember. But basically, if someone that has intellectual disabilities gets gets this virus, that they're going to be given ventilators to other people first like they're not going to be a priority oh. that's fucked what do you, that. sorry, so do you mean someone who say has like a severe someone that disability. was intellectually intellectually disabled so I think I saw it with someone I follow on Instagram like, has a little girl who has Down syndrome and I saw it on her Instagram because yeah. basically she would be one of them that would be like it would be her that would be like not avoided that sounds so bad but like that, that she'd be looked over someone else would get a ventilator before her because she had down syndrome no mm. and this a life for life no matter what that really made me quite angry mm. well see that's the thing see when you're put inside a pressured situation which limited you have limited resources and then you have hundreds i say thousands of people sick it does get down to these really horrible decisions of if i'm in a room and i've got the coronavirus and so does some 80 year old women they're going to give me a ventilator mm. because i'm younger and then if somebody maybe i have an underlying health condition and then there's somebody that's healthy and they're also in the room they might give them the ventilator because they don't have an underlying condition it's fucked but like this is why it's again gonna hammer the point. This is why it's so and important. Don't be a dick and go out for like essential because like people are like, these are the people who aren't having to stay here and make these decisions. Like doctors and nurses are going and fucking knocking their pans and having to make decisions that they don't want to have to make. Having to be the last person that the people who are dying with coronavirus see because they can't see their family because they're infected and they'll pass it on to them. So again. Don't be a dick and go outside for yeah. something that mm. isn't essential. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and the fact is, those who are making difficult situations, not not um, not the people in government, the actual people in the front line who have to make these difficult decisions, who lives, who doesn't live, yeah. who's in priority for this and that. Um, even before all this, you know, shout out and respect to them. If I yeah. could, I would do nursing. If I could, oh, yeah. I would. Yeah. Mm. You could do I nursing. Think you'd be a great nurse. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think you've been. We're thinking about it more lately, but anyway. Hopefully, hopefully, actually, I think I, I what I hope for this is that people say like younger, the younger generation who are maybe ten, eleven, twelve, will live in through this. I hope a higher proportion, like um, percentage of yeah. them, will go into mm. nursing because they've maybe been like ah. Maybe I want to go and do nursing. I don't know. I hope it'll have a positive side effect. I think it's coming back to the government and funding the NHS and actually funding like nursing courses because that's why the <clears throat> numbers are falling. Mm-hmm. It's a hard oh, job, nursing. It's yeah. not an easy job by any stretch. I've got a topic hard. which is linking to this conversation. Um, 
Is that all right, that shit, girls? Yeah, go for it. Go for right. it. Um, yeah. Oh, it's gone now. Oh, no. Yeah, so people who are, you know, nurses, who are even, like, exactly nurses, nurses, or care home workers, um, I don't know if you remember before the coronavirus did change. Obviously, Britain, we've gone for Brexit, and now we change our immigration policy. I don't know if you've seen it. The way the immigration policy was working was people who were all rated by their skills of work, mm-hmm. and that's how they came into the country. And yep. the class people in care homes and nursing, well, not so much nursing, but more in a caring capacity as a low skilled worker. So they wouldn't have right to entry to the work and they would seem so low. And people do look down on people who are in a caring capacity, you know, no matter if it's in a care home or in nursing or if you're a person way at the bottom of the supply chain. Look how much we need them now. We're valuing them. You know, we're clapping at them every Thursday. They're all over the news are heroes. So I really do hope that it changes people's perspectives of people who care for other people and the system changes for them as well and it makes it easier not just on immigration policy but also in terms of um, like you say funding for more nurses um and a different social outlook on things that's my rant over yeah <clears throat> you reminded me of my topic that i'd forgotten about no, I think... <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to on his rant and right. like fucking go for it, yeah. for a second um I think what people never really think about social care workers are just people who work in social services, particularly care workers. And I can tell mm-hmm. you it's a fucking hard job because I've done it. It's hard. And people don't realise, like, it's just we don't necessarily think of the elderly. No. We really, really don't. And because they're not nurses in a medical capacity, a lot of them are just viewed as, like, very low-level workers. When, in fact, if you were to, like, erase all of the social care, like, all of the care home workers out of the country you'd have a massive massive problem because who's going to look after your yeah. granny that's got dementia that's just reminded me of two other things i was thinking about for topics that are quite quick <laughs> um, so the one nathan reminded me of um I mean, i've just forgotten it again <laughs> um finish my i'm gonna finish oh, sorry, my people need to like and that and Sorry, no, I'm still, I'm still fucking no. going to town. <laughs> Just one last thing. I think people really need to take into consideration that, yes, doctors and nurses, they're really, really high-value workers, and we appreciate everything that they do. Certainly, I do. I think everybody else does and should. But we also need to, like, have a fucking... a tiny, like, round of applause for, like, yeah. the cleaners at the hospital, the caterers, the fucking bin men who are like all the sanitation workers who are keeping everything else like clean and doing their best like it works in a system where really i think everybody should Mm. really be given some sort of like praise and thanks for the work that they do because the society's in lockdown but it's still fucking going you still have even workers going into asda like risking getting infected because they need to stack shelves and everything like Um, that. that so just I think everybody should they feel should. proud of themselves 100%. at what they're doing in the outbreak also lorry drivers people who work in transportation are bringing in um, repatriating people that whether that's through um, trains flights all the people who work in transportation and bringing cargo and essential aids to other countries and to the UK I think they are forgotten about quite a lot as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah sorry is it back to you right now Rachel yeah. <clears throat> your point I, I'm, on, I, I'm really sorry for interrupting that I didn't know you were still talking about <laughs> you both reminded me of two things i was gonna say um so the one nathan reminded me of was um when you said about giving them like going out and clapping was it every thursday at eight that we we're supposed to go out and yeah, clap thursday, i'm a hundred percent all for that i think they deserve all the recognition in the world but something was bugging me about it and i couldn't think of what it was and then I finally managed to figure out what it was. Basically, yeah, they deserve all the thanks that we could give them. And it must boost some people to hear everyone clapping 100%. But they actually need mm-hmm. more than that. I feel like mm. the government are pushing us clapping them to try and hide the fact that they actually need supplies. They need resources. They need like the protective like equipment and you know masks and then gloves and everything they need that more than they need us clapping let's clap 
I 100% agree with you. There's people out there who are on the front line who don't even have a chance to do their own, um, besides the P, the P, uh, the PPPE, all the equipment they need. It's even the small things, you know, that well-being, that support, because they can't go home and see their partners or their family. They might not even have a chance. There's doctors and nurses who and people on the front line who are sleeping over in their work and will have a chance to actually go out and do their own grocery shopping and things like that. So they need more than what we, more than clapping for sure. Yeah. So that was what was bugging me about that. So I'm like, yeah, they, they, they do need, like, I'm I'm the most, like, you can both <clears throat> attest to the fact that I'm one of the most grateful people. I will say thank you a million times for, to someone. But, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's not that I begrudge them being shown support because they, they need it. They, of course they need it. Everyone needs a morale boost at the end of the day. That's, mm-hmm. that's equally as important as other things. But it's, I feel like it's the, the, the government and the news are certainly using that to try and distract everyone away from the fact they actually need protective equipment that the government could provide for them, but aren't. Well, it's quite yeah. scary, the fact that um, people, yeah. like the nurses and doctors are asking they need scrubs, and I've seen people like do a shout-out and actually like, you have, like, see someone who can sew, who will be, like, t- you know, finding fabrics and making scrubs and giving them to the hospital, you know what I mean? It's quite bad in that sense. Good for community spirit and, you know, turning on to by my neighbours and all that, but the fact that they're shouting out for small things and which they can't get from their employer is yeah. quite bad. yeah. Like I'm seeing people making masks and making mm-hmm. like little things to you know instead of putting the hooks like on your ears, like a lot of nurses are finding it hard that the they're it's like rubbing the back of their ears raw. So then like yeah. some people are making something mm-hmm. that you put on the back of your head to like hook it onto instead, so it's not against your ears. So I'm like like that sort of thing. It shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't need to like call out to the community for that. Should be something that's provided. Yeah. There was um yeah. that mindset, I got interrupted someone who just about to breathe and talks there, sorry, but it means of a nurse in Edinburgh it was in the news that she did a fundraising because what's happening is a lot of um COVID nineteen patients are just you know being taken away straight into hospital that don't have a chance to have a night care kit or anything for them, not even like a pajamas or anything like that and you don't even have a way to contact anybody at home so she's done a whip round she's had an amazing um response and she's able to buy ipads and have people you know facetime the sick and all that but the fact that you know what i'm trying to say it shouldn't be like that yeah and to your point sorry to mm. interrupt you there on your no day. no <clears throat> that's true no, that's definitely true i mean it's, it's it's keeping people busy like the people that are sewing and knitting and I mean that it is an amazing thing. Yeah, of course it is, but it shouldn't be necessary. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Does anybody have any last topics they would like to speak about? I don't know why it just popped into my head, but going on to the topic we just talked there. Sorry to ramble on, but it depends how you look at it. You know, if you look at it, sounds really silly, but World War Two. You know how everybody kind of chipped in for that dig for victory you remember like all the girls going out to the countryside yep. digging farms and all yep. that in some ways do you think we could ever go back to that talking yep. about how people are selfish you think we can ever go back to a way where we can help each other that's i think that's my top my topic is is do you think people will ever change and become more caring that's i think is that a topic that is a topic yeah of course it is um, yeah it depends entirely on it's not to say like when we talk about this i think we're not oh, specifically no, no, no. targeting people and be like you're selfish not that i just think now the way we live we just we don't really have to think about other people very much it's just how we live and we're accustomed to it so i think if there was something like a war like a war in our country because it's always wars but a war in our country that affected us i think potentially we could go back to it it would just need a sort of that level of uh, an event to cause us to mm-hmm. kind of become more. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's it. shocking that. Sorry, Nathan, you go. No, no, no. It's just saying you're true. Like maybe it depends how. Like we're all staying at home, being safe, but it needs to be something really bad happened to us. But there are things that are in our control. For example, fast fast fashion. You know, if we have fast fashion, it impacts people in say Bangladesh yep. and all that who have really poor standards. All that. Um, even though we're not in Bangladesh and we're not having that inflicting on us, the shoe could be on the foot. So maybe you're right; it needs to be something harsh. Not saying I'm asking something bad to happen to the country, um, but maybe you're right. Maybe we're just a bit blindsided. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it's, it can never be a bad thing that people become more socially aware. Like, there's such a, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done it, everybody's been guilty of this, I've done it myself, where you've sat and looked at adverts of people and been, like, say, um, sweatshops, and you think, oh, that's mm. terrible, and then you'll go to Primark and buy joggies that have been made by someone in a sweatshop. Like, I understand not everybody can necessarily have the money to pay for, like, bespoke clothing, I get that. But I think if it can't be a bad thing that people become a little bit more socially aware of what's going on in the world and just a little yeah, more considerate of other people. That's what we're asking for people. in this podcast. We're not asking for what we've been talking about. You know, there's... Wait a minute, we're demanding this. We need this to happen. This is the whole point of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ransom podcast. <laughs> do we all want it? No. No. <laughs> no. After my cheesecake. Stop. After my anybody have any closing thoughts or anything that they want to say i've got a happy one it's just more closing remarks of i love you guys like really fortunate that i know i'm really fortunate that we can do things like this there's other people in the world that don't have people to talk to friends or or colleagues or who can make them podcasts or have technology at their feet to do this so i just want to thank you and thank you to our lovely listeners whoever who is listening yeah yeah, the one probably is listening. Thank you. No, <laughs> Toby. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, I would like to say just you know, just in general, um, to people that the person or people that are listening is just, just take a minute and think before you do something, and your life isn't that bad. We'll only be asked to stay inside the house. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying that people's lives can't be terrible, but we've only only been asked to stay inside the house. We've not exactly been asked to, I don't know, do a punishment exercise every day and be like Chinese waterboarding torture and all this sort of stuff. So I don't know. I think people should just be a little bit more um, grateful for what they have and aware of what they could they lose. Be aware of the bigger picture. That's what they need to do. Like it will go yes. back to normal, but it's just they just need to. You just need to stay at home, guys. Honestly, just stay at home. Just, <laughs> Stop finding leapholes. Don't leave the, the house. Don't leave the house. Stockpile alcohol and do not leave. The just house. yeah, just be sensible. Like care about other people. Put people before yourself for once. Yes. Well. Okay. So yeah, if we're yeah, all I guess happy it's, um, with that. Au revoir, à buenas and stop. <laughs> think, yeah. protect lives, and protect the NHS. Yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah this is the first and last it's podcast we'll really be doing well. on COVID-19 the quality will live on we're for the people great, that are panicking thinking this is the only time we're going to do this quarantine will live on we have plans <laughs> yes yes we'll just talk about other <laughs> useless tea, shit but not COVID-19 thing. <laughs> bit of fresh air and we'll all we get through this together okay yeah, I think it was important to discuss yeah. this. Okay. We, need, we needed to just, you know, yes. document this little period of our lives and history. And you're not alone out there. Absolutely. Important to discuss, but I think next time, absolutely, we'll talk about something more positive, something to lift people's spirits, something we could have a yes. laugh with. Should we have a wee sing yeah. song? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. we'll chase away the one whisper <laughs> that we do have if we sing song, Nathan. <laughs> oh, okay, then. Well, all the while, then. Good night, little puppets. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Um, and, I don't know. We never we thought no, how to introduce it. Okay. We never thought how to end it, so I don't know. <laughs> Bye, Oh, yes. I've went as then. I've been as then. We'll speak soon. Love you. Love you, Dirty. Bye. Bye.